My doctor ordered an MRI, which finally led to a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, MS, a chronic autoimmune disease that damages the myelin sheath, the material that protects nerve fibers, causing neurological transmissions to be slowed or blocked completely, which leads to diminished and sometimes lost functioning. MS is an unpredictable disease. The symptoms, severity, and duration of MS vary from person to person. Most patients experience muscle weakness and loss of muscular control, fatigue, vision problems, and cognitive impairments such as poor memory and concentration. Other symptoms include pain, tremor, vertigo, bladder and bowel dysfunction, depression, and euphoria. I was diagnosed with relapsing-remitting MS, the most common form of the disease, in which worsening symptoms are followed by periods of remission. The day of my diagnosis was the worst day of my life. How could I have this illness? It's a disease that women are twice as likely to contract as men. I vividly recall my doctor looking me in the eye and telling me what was in store for me for the rest of my life. He told me that I'd probably be in a wheelchair in less than three years, and that I should stop working and exercising, that I should remove anything stressful from my life, which was just about everything. I wondered if my MS was service-related, or somehow linked to a vaccine I'd received years earlier. Whatever the cause, the news devastated me, and I fell into a deep depression that lasted for months. But after the shock of having a serious illness wore off, I started taking inventory of my situation. I knew I had a choice to make. Either I could spend the rest of my life feeling sorry for myself, or I could view my illness as a call to action. Right there, it became my mission to learn everything I could about MS. I sought out world-renowned doctors and found some great ones. But it always struck me as odd that my doctor, who didn't know me at all, presumed he could easily determine a plan for the rest of my life. I realized that I am responsible for my own health. Today, instead of letting MS control my life, I work to control my disease with healthy eating, exercise, and injections of medication. The aspect of MS that worried me more than any other was the loss of cognitive functioning. About 34 to 65 percent of folks with MS experience some cognitive decline. One valuable lesson I learned about cognitive functioning and MS has to do with self-perception. What I found both from my own experience and from speaking to therapists, as well as hundreds of MS patients, is that perceived cognitive dysfunction has little or even nothing to do with objective decline. In fact, a perceived cognitive deficit, such as memory loss or loss of executive functioning, is highly correlated with emotional distress, including depression. I'm convinced that the ability to exercise some degree of mind control and allay emotional distress can help anyone living with MS more accurately assess his or her own cognitive functioning. For me, improving self-perception has been especially helpful in reducing fatigue, an almost constant companion for anyone with MS. All of us feel tired at one time or another, but if you have MS, then you're in an almost constant state of cognitive and body fatigue. Shining a positive light on a disease like MS is an ever-evolving process. Every day, I carefully monitor my stress level. I've created a vast social support network that includes family, friends, and others who've been instrumental in helping deal with the daily challenges posed by MS. But I'm convinced that how we perceive our illness matters just as much, if not more, in determining the ultimate outcome. And I'm not alone in this belief. Studies have shown that a person's illness perception bears a direct relationship to several important health outcomes, including his or her level of functioning and ability, healthcare utilization, treatment plan adherence, and even mortality.
There's even research suggesting that how we view our illness may play a bigger role in determining outcomes than the actual severity of the disease. In general, our illness perceptions emerge from our beliefs about illness and what it means in the context of our lives. While I still have my personal beliefs about the cause of my MS, there's still a lot of uncertainty. Will this be a lifelong struggle? Will a cure be found? How has my illness impacted my family members and friends? Whatever the answers to these questions, I know that it's my perception of MS that will ultimately determine the outcome. I have wonderful doctors, and I'm fortunate to be able to afford the best medical care. But if a therapy or treatment recommendation doesn't fit with my view of my illness, then I often don't stick with it. Or, as one doctor told me candidly, a treatment that does not consider the patient's view is likely to fail. It's for these reasons that I jumped at the opportunity to write the foreword for this wonderful book by my good friend and doctor, Brian Boxer Walker.